Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Lindsey Brown and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Alone again, I'm Lindsey Brown, but at least we have bangers. Whether we are trying to change the mood at the bar, start out the segment here on the Playmakers, it is a good time whenever we have our close personal friend of the program that joins us now via the phone line, Travis Yost, courtesy of TSN, talking to us about some hockey things. I have so many questions and thoughts and feelings, Travis, but before we get to those, tell me about what you're talking about, because you've got a, quite an article on TSN right now. But what I'm talking about is that, like, the capital of hockey in the first month of the season is apparently in Alberta, and I think that's interesting for two reasons. Number one, this Edmonton team is utterly remarkable to watch in that so dominant for like 40% of the game. The bottom six and the defensive pairings are shaky at best, but their top-end talent, especially Connor McDavid, especially Leon Dreisaitl, feels so far ahead of even top-tier talent around the league that they have become the most dynamic offense to watch. Um, and it, and that is exactly the bullish case that you could have made for Edmonton, which is we can cover our deficiencies because we have two of the three best players in the world, two of the four, take your pick. Um, and yet Calgary, who is kind of like a little bit of a stepchild right now, considering how many eyes uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl uh, bring to Edmonton, um, Calgary might have the best line in hockey. Uh, like the Elias Lindholm, Johnny Gaudreau, and Matthew Kachuk line, they're up seven goals in goal differential. No team has scored against them in 140 minutes. They are completely dominating play. And it's interesting for two reasons. Number one, it is a completely new line. They've never really tried this line before. And obviously the Daryl Sutter effect, which is yeah. we saw that at its peak, that what Calgary can do in terms of territorial control that Los Angeles was able to do eight, ten years ago, starting to look a little bit similar, and it's starting to look a little bit scary. 
Absolutely. Calgary is such a fascinating case study for me this year because, like you said, with the Daryl Sutter uh, addition late last season, very old school coach. They have a, a lot of young guys on that team, so you're kind of just trying to see how that was going to work out. But it seems like the Markstrom thing, he's finally integrated with that team. And I was worried when Giordano gets taken by by the Kraken, you know, you lose your captain, but they've gelled together so well. And and at some point, too, you have to look at the Golden Knights who have struggled out of the gate for very uh, uh, obvious reasons and for very excusable reasons. But I think everybody's smelling something in the water that 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 team is vulnerable. I'd say the same thing about Edmonton. And I'm in lockstep with you in terms of talent. I think they've probably gotten to the point now, the the McDavid's and the dry sidles, where you have to take them down to defend them at, at some point. You put them on the power play and they're damn near 50 percent. Who does this? You cannot. It is an absolute. It is an absolute suicide mission. It's automatic. It, it is automatic, and it, you know what's the, the scary part about how automatic is is, and I know this this is comically dirty, and literally, I don't even want to hear myself say this. Say but it. I will. Uh, I'm going to say it. Even if you say, "Well, wait, let's throw away the goals for a second, because we're only talking about 35 power play minutes, and mm-hmm. you know, 25 to 30 opportunities they've had." Like, let's just put away the goals for one second. They generate shots from the interior in a way that I have personally never seen a team do Mm. for a sustained period of time. And, I, you know, people have to go back. Whenever I see, you know, the historians of the sport saying, you know, this power play reminds me of the 1980. I'm like, just stop right there. Oh, my God. We're talking talking 30-plus years away. And you watch the game. I, the, they, the way they can whip the puck around, it goes to the point where you have a player like Connor McDavid who plays comically fast, right? The fastest mm-hmm. player that we've ever seen on ice. Um, he, he, he almost makes Pavel Bure look, look slow. Transitionally, yet, it doesn't make sense physically. It truly doesn't. His edge work doesn't it, make it, sense. It doesn't. But yet, you look at what he does for that Oilers team and how they move the puck on the power play, they're not all skating fast. They're playing fast. That puck is whipping around the offensive zone. Goaltenders, and you would know this better than anyone, they do not want to go east to west with traffic in front. That is the absolute recipe for success if you're an offensive, if you're an attacker, and that is a recipe for failure if you are a goaltender. You do it more often than not, that puck's going to find the back of the net, especially with the guys they have shooting the puck. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like I, I, I think to your point, I think everyone understands the situation Vegas is in. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think most people are hoping they finish as the ninth overall team in the West, not eighth. Yeah. Um, but, but like, that division right now is absolutely up for the taking. Vegas is not healthy. They are not going to be healthy for quite some time. And that's that's irrespective of Jack Eichel, right? I'm not even I'm not even including him in this case. So I think there's an opportunity for one of the Alberta teams to take this division this year. Yeah, chaos is absolutely a ladder, and, and McDavid isn't even the one that's setting up that power play. He's just like looping in and out, and he's getting like running starts, going down a, a, a skateboarding ramp. And if you add that lateral movement, like you said, that gives uh, goaltenders like myself so much trouble. Add depth to it as well. It, it's just it's unbelievable. I could do an entire segment about them, but we're not going to because this is the Vegas Golden Knights town. They're playing the Minnesota Wild tonight, <laughs> so let's talk about the Florida Panthers, shall we? Uh, in terms of lines, because that's the the center of of your most recent article, and I want. I want to talk to you about that Barkov, Duclair, and uh, I always mess up his name, so I'm not going to even try. But in terms of, of what they're putting together in, in Florida and the reemergence of Sergei Bobrovsky down there, finally seeing what, what the, they signed him to a long-term extension for, reminiscent of his days in Columbus. Barkov, 
has that line again. I, I I don't mean to make two 2011, 2012 LA Kings references, but <laughs> what Barkov has done for that line, it's like it's it's basically what that it's what the LA the old Andre Kopitar line did in terms of completely dominating the game. Mm. But instead of being this like stiflingly strong defensive team, I mean they are just scoring at will in the offensive zone. And I I would say this right, like Barkov is making an argument for top five player in the world. He's he a freak, Travis. He's, He's unbelievable uh, around the net. I, I've never seen somebody so intentionally uh, just how he stops, how he, how he sucks himself in. The, he cleans up so many goals around, the, around the, the flanks of the goal mouth. His spatial awareness and his body strength is, oh. is, is, is quite frankly, second to none. Um, I, I, I don't want to misquote. My, I think it was John Tortorella, but I, I believe it was Tortorella who said, and he may have considered him the best player in the world uh, like two weeks ago. And Torch I, you know, said I, that. Anything that is, I think anything that is best player in the world that is not Connor followed by McDavid is ridiculous. But if you're making an argument for number two, I might actually listen to it. Um, I think the Florida thing, though, what, what's really interesting about that line, Barkov's a big name. We get that. But Anthony Duclair was basically picked off the scrap heap twice right step so kid getting uh going through Ottawa all these different homes ottawa does it rehabilitates him makes him a bona fide middle six option does not does not go further than that lets him hit lets him resign in, in florida on another team friendly deal and the speed element that he has brought to that line has made them so dangerous offensively and what has always been the rub with duclair well he's not phenomenal off the puck well you know who is his center Alex Barkov. And I bring this back to the Vegas Golden Knights example. One of the big reasons why Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. Oh, you're going right down the lane. (laughs) They are, they are complete opposite players. Mark Stone is the best defensive forward. One of the two best defensive forwards in the world. Mm -hmm. And Max Pacioretty relies on a strong defensive player on his line to do the heavy lifting away from the puck so that he can find the net 35 times a year because he's a high end shooter. And that those sort of complementary skill sets, Coaches are always looking for it, and I think that's what Florida found here um, between Duclair and Barkov. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely, and Travis, honestly, that's what enables Chandler Stevenson to do so well when he's centering that group, too, and I know a lot of people are super pumped up about his production and everything, but he is an absolute liability in the defensive zone, and he's getting better, but it's more of a point to illustrate just the the Mark Stone effect and, 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 the, and the enabling that he does. Uh, but in terms of, of those players that are so dynamic together, uh, the Minnesota Wild are, are in town uh, to, to renew that rivalry uh, between the Golden Knights after that series went seven games last playoff season. If you're Vegas, who are you more scared of at this moment in time, like this particular moment in time? Kevin Fiala, Marcus Foligno, Kirill Kaprizov, or Ewell Erickson Eck? Because I can make a great case for all four, and I'm not even mentioning Cam Talbot. I, I the the answer is all the answer is yes, for, <laughs> but on, on, on an even more serious note, it is Kaprizov. I, I I get that he had a slower start to the year than maybe Minnesota was looking for, but I saw enough from Kaprizov last year. There's sometimes you watch a player and you're like, "Yep, he's got it. He absolutely has it," and I'm not going to be worried for any ten or twenty game stretch mm-hmm. where the scoring's not there, if he's a defensive player, or what's happening in the net. He is just so dynamic on the ice. Vegas has had multiple tastes of that. Um, their own blue line would probably tell you he's one of the more dangerous forwards they face in the entire league. And quite frankly, like Minnesota's path to success, like, yeah, of course, Erickson Eck is a phenomenal. He's like Mark Stone White, mm-hmm. really strong defensively. And Kevin Fiala's found scoring touch. And that's all fine and well. But Kaprizov's the budding star, right? And he is the stir that 
that will stir. He's a straw that will stir the drink in Minnesota, and they are. Minnesota is a very good, well structured team. They play with pace. They play with tempo. What they have largely max missed over the last four or five years is that true playmaking ability, top tier playmaking ability, passing vision, everything to set up playmakers. Um, they have been dying for that. Um, and Kaprizov was that guy last year. He's going to be this guy this year. Uh, and, and, and again, like you're, you're going down the, if you're Vegas, you're going down the Minnesota lineup. Right. There are a lot of guys that give you a lot, uh, give you heartburn on this, on this wild roster, but he's at the top of the list. Well, and Travis, this is, this, this is supposed to be a, a, a roster in transition. You're dealing with a ton of dead cap space with the buyouts of, of Parisi and Suter and, and just the job that Bill Guerin has been able to do with all of the new faces in that locker room. Who do you think has made the biggest impact, uh, this year that wasn't on the team last? Oh, that is a good question. Um, Thank you. I, hmm. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to cop out of this, but I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn it on its head because I think it's an important point. Back to Joel Erickson X for one second, okay. because we talk about the we talk about new additions and lost players, but the evolution of a player is just as dramatic. Mm. And for a player who was really strongly regarded as a middle six forward and basically that's it to emerge as a person who is really front running selkie discussions and is considered like i said mark stone light and maybe i maybe that gap has closed over the last couple of years you can talk you can talk about how many wins that i had from this free agent class or this trade when you have a player make that credible a jump yeah. and be that dominant in all three zones that changes everything, right? It not only changes what Well, and Travis, he was getting pushed over in the face-off dot like three years ago on a consistent basis. Like, he had a really tough uh, baptism into this league, and a lot of people in Minnesota gave up on him. But as you said, he's been able to take a step, and then they signed him to that huge contract. Like, they got him done before Fiala did, before Kaprizov did. Like, there's a reason for that. And so I, I think that evolution point you're making and still making is is incredibly succinct. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, and I do think like I, I do think that they the the work that they did at least on the defensive side to reshape. I mean, paring down the Ryan Suter loss from the buyout, they bring in Jordy Ben. Um, they you know they obviously have Brodine and Matt, and Matt Dumba there. They bring in Alex Galagowski, who you know spent a bunch of years down in Dallas and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of guys, John Merrill, formerly with the Golden Knights as well. They have a lot of guys that are are really like bona fide second pairing types. And I, I really, I think that's the path to success on the blue line when you don't have the game breakers on the top pairing. Now, Minnesota does have mm-hmm. a pretty good top pairing, too. But if you don't have the, the super high-end competency, you need competency across your defensive pairings, right? And I bring this back to my original team, the Calgary Flames, right? If you go look at their forward deployment, the top six forwards in Calgary play with all three of the Calgary defensive pairings. They play with all three. So there's no, there's none of this front-running we're Picking going to load up choosing. their first line, play mm-hmm. 40% of the game. Minnesota doesn't play that way either. There's a lot more balanced minutes across those three pairings. And I think they are chasing competency across rather than, you know, the top-end talent. Um, and yet, I think the absolute world is Jonas, Bro- Jonas Brodine. Um, I think Jared Spurgeon's been absolutely incredible for years. I, those, those sorts of names, and when you have that sort of depth, you just become a very hard team to beat because you really don't have a lot of weakness with no, for years, the, the depth on their blue line has absolutely been their strength, and, and it's showing because you don't just take out top pair D, Ryan Suter, and then still be like, oh, we're not only good, we might be better. 
Uh, Travis Yost joining us from from TSN talking some hockey. Uh, I, I want before I send you out, I want to uh, ask you one more thing, just in terms of teams that we expect to be in big places but are not off to the greatest starts. We already talked about the Golden Knights a little bit, or more than a little bit. But who are you most worried about in terms of just making playoffs? Because there is a, a, a gap or or a kind of dead amount where you just can't overcome. Uh, I put the Golden Knights there. I put the Pittsburgh Penguins there. I put the Colorado Avalanche there. Who are you most worried about? Uh, I'm going to go with two teams. Uh, I'm going to say the New York Islanders. Um, I, I know they're. I think they're two goals. I think they're two. Go- I think they're two goals in the green um, on goal differential, which is great. But once again, they are carrying one of the league's most putrid offenses. I think they've only scored 20, 26 or twenty-seven goals this year. Um, it, 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 you cannot. When you cannot score in this league, I don't care how great you are defensively, at some point that is going to haunt you. And let's be honest, like the Islanders have done an A-plus-plus to the nth degree job roster building and delivering a competitor, but there's no way around it. The team cannot score, and when they do have a game where they you know, they occasionally give up three goals, which is quite frankly SAP, you know, SOP for, for 80% of the league, um, when that happens to the Islanders, it's an absolute deal-breaker because they cannot score. And that combined with the fact that they play in a very difficult division where some teams at the bottom half of that division have improved, they, I think the Islanders are very, very at risk in this playoffs. Um, I will say one other thing, though, because you mentioned really relative to expectations. I know there were no expectations for the Coyotes, but they are, they are unwatchably bad. I mean, they are unwatchably bad, and it's like I'd almost rather watch the $30 million they have buried in dead cap and long-term injured reserve play than the actual team they have it is. They are not competitive in any way, shape, or form. And yes, the Coyotes may be going through another rebuild. Um, and on the other hand, I look at a lot of the moves they made this summer. You got the big Ekman Larson trade. Mm. Uh, they moved obviously away from Connor Garland as part of that deal. Uh, there was a lot of roster movement, and yet what I look at, you know, twelve games in, is a team that honestly looks a step above AHL quality. And I, in the NHL especially in a market that seems like it's being rebuilding for a long time. That is, that is toxic. And I, there, there is really nothing to like, unfortunately in Arizona right now. TSN's Travis Yost bringing all of the hottest hockey takes to the yard. Your presence is always appreciated on the program, my friend. Appreciate you. Take care. Absolutely. Uh, Travis Yost, there he goes. And uh, we have probably just a couple more minutes because we probably ran just a little bit long on that interview. But when they're good, you must let them breathe. On the other side, more hockey. Just me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 